What Ho podcast pals, and welcome back to Discontent Provider, the show that has never been able to shake the suspicion that that Sparrow's confession seemed just a little too pat, a little too convenient for the woodland authorities, and feels that somehow Cock Robin must have known something and that somebody needed him silenced. And don't anyone even dare broach the subject of that supposed witness. That fly was got at, I tell you. Do your research, sheeple! See how dashed easy it is, cats and kittens? One can so simply spin a conspiracy yarn from a little tub of coloured sugar, just poke a stick in it, let it spin round, and the next thing you know, there's an immense but wholly insubstantial cloud of batshit crazy floss, bigger than one's head, right in front of you, and one is, well, hard pushed to see past the fucking thing. Fortunately for Arkham and myself, we have our secluded glade to repair to when times are tough. Here in our happy place, the tiny spot that justifies the rest of the West Midlands almost entirely, we can clear our minds and take stock of what's what. Mind you, that's no easy business, because even at the best of times, it's hard to be sure that uh, what they tell you what what is, isn't necessarily what at all, and might be something else entirely. And these are far from being the best of times. It should afford a discerning and lively-minded listener no surprise that I'm speaking here of the coverage of the Israeli Hamas imbroglio, as most people, I suppose, are. Now, it's been long understood that in what some writer or poet, uh, I'm not even going to try to guess which one, because, you know, a chap always thinks it's going to have been Kipling or, or Larkin, and it always ends up being the other one. Uh, But uh, the phrase they came up with, of course, was the fog of war. And in the fog of war, even the combatants can't always be sure what is happening on a battlefield, be it a beach, a plane, or a half-demolished shopping centre. And when one uh, thickens that cordite-infused pea super with an additional fog of deliberately misleading propagandistic horse shit, it's even harder for the distant observer to be at all that well-informed. Two uh, major claims have been doing the rounds over the past uh, day or so. Uh, One is that Hamas terrorists decapitated Israeli babies uh, during a massacre. Uh, Another is that uh, there have been reports of Israel's IDF using white phosphorus in their airstrikes on suspected Hamas targets. I saw the latter being circulated fairly widely on social media, but when I looked into it, uh, I couldn't actually find much substance. Uh, No direct reports of that happening anywhere, though all I could find were a couple of articles uh, from Indian sites, actually, uh, reporting on media reports of the use of the frowned-upon horror sludge, neither of which gave any specific source other than media outlets and social media. As to the matter of decapitated babies, uh, despite these reports coming from journalists who uh, claimed to have been uh, shown the aftermath uh, of the carnage by the IDF personnel, the Israeli uh, military has not apparently confirmed that any such mutilation took place, although to be fair, they haven't officially denied it either. Mind you, you know, killing babies is bad. Even the most meat and potatoes, no frills sort of baby killer is, let's face it, a worthless waste of DNA for whom a decade of being slowly taxidermied while still alive would uh, would seem to be an altogether too lenient punishment. So do such details really matter? Yes. 
when it comes to such an incendiary and ever-escalating situation, anything done by those acting in bad faith to accelerate the flames of division and hatred is as reprehensible as it is irresponsible. It might not be baby-killing reprehensible, you might say, but, uh, you know, come to think of it, should those questionable items of news provoke a climate in which other people end up doing even more, you know, baby-killing, then, yes, it dashed well is baby-killing reprehensible, perhaps even worse. The sad thing is, of course, people are capable of believing just about anything of somebody they're told is a baddie, or rather they're incapable of disbelieving it. Years of brutality, weapons-grade dishonesty and conspiracy theories that, however wild, often contain at least a grain of, or kernel of something resembling half-truth, have left us all rather cynical and distrustful, and thus are easy pickings for the spiritual vultures that feast on the carcass of humanity's better instincts. Still, said vultures, said high-ups, the powers that be, the 4D chess-playing monsters aren't having it all their own way, so that's something. Cold comfort, perhaps, but a report today indicates that the luxury market is having a bit of a rough time. Yes, the global elites are so hard up, they're not buying anything like as many Lamborghinis, Renoirs and first editions Dickin novels uh, bound in the author's purloined skin. Sad, isn't it? Hit particularly hard, I learned, is the luxury brandy trade. And when those people start scrimping on the swirlables, you know things aren't looking too rosy for the new world economic illuminated Freemason lizards who might be Jewish depending on how racist you are. Ladies and gentlemen, it's decided. The next variant of the virus will make people's hair fall out. And the vaccine will make Chinese people taller. Necessitate massive building and infrastructure projects, putting additional strain on already troubled property and construction sectors. And to make people in the West even more frightened of the Chinese, too. Oh yes, that's right. Seems... seems a little racist, though. Don't startle that again. You know perfectly well that we're not racist. We just manipulate and profit from those who are. Well, you say that, but there aren't any Chinese people here, are there? Silence! Now, assuming we've all... Christ almighty, I can't think with that infernal row going on. I know it's inconvenient, but they've got to practice, haven't they? It's nearly summer. But do you want an unrehearsed choir accompanying our hilltop baby barbecue? I suppose not, no. Can somebody at least shut the damn door, then? Thank you. Now, as I was saying, if we're all in agreement, let us toast our diabolical scheme with the customary swirling of fine brandy. To Satan! To Satan! Christ, that's rough! You're not kidding! It's like metal polish, boiled in an old army boot. Uh, I don't know what you guys are on about. I, I think uh, it, it's delicious. Come off it. Damn it. We are so depraved and jaded we eat each other's shit for fun. But this is nasty. 
All right. Look, I, I didn't want to bring it up, but we haven't had a great year, and the refreshment budget wouldn't run to the usual fine Hennessy, okay? So, uh, so what is this? Asda. It, it, it's from Asda. It's their own brand. It, it's probably fine once you get used to it. Oh, go and fuck yourself, Asda. Even the fucking Masons won't touch that shit. Look, all I mean is that I'm sure there are a lot of evil Chinese billionaires, and it seems odd that we don't... Ah, shut up! Well, something to cheer us up a little there, I fancy. Not much, but... Well, you know. One takes what one can get during these troubled times. We'll be back for a sing-song on Friday, podcast pals. So, until then, from Arkham and myself, cheerio. Thank you.